for me, I know I've taken my own personal pledge and I, I encourage all of you to do something similar is to try to stop multitasking in meetings and really focus on the meeting. Pay attention. Welcome to Innovation Talks. Join us weekly as we discuss with distinguished industry guests how to refine and improve corporate innovation and new product development as businesses aim for long-term success. Hosted by Paul Heller, Sofion CTO. If you're looking for additional information around new product development or corporate innovation, sign up for Sofian's newsletter where we share news and industry best practices monthly. The fastest way to do this is to go to sofian.com that's S-O-P-H-E-O-N.com and click the sign up and stay informed box. Hello, everybody. Hope you're having a good day. Things are well here. It's snowy day. Odd for April. Well, maybe not so odd. Anyhow, I thought I'd talk today about virtual meetings. You know, we all spend an awful lot of time in virtual meetings. I spend a lot of time in them in my own company but I also spend a lot of time with people from other companies. And I keep hearing the same comments of, wow, we have so many meetings now, more than we've ever had. I have trouble keeping up. We run from one meeting to the next to the next. I wonder if that's really the case, if people are thinking, just thinking it's more prevalent now, we're in more meetings than we used to be. Maybe it's the work from home that we we have to be in meetings to be more engaged. But there's a well agreed topic right now, something called virtual meeting fatigue and the wear and tear that that's bringing. I know in my own case, when one meeting ends and the next meeting starts, there's not even a chance for a a small little break. And some companies are starting to say, you know what, we want to go for 50 minute meetings, not 60 minute meetings. And that way people get a 10 minute buffer. And I've seen some of us try it and because we know we have that 10 minutes, the meeting runs over and it's an hour anyway. National Geographic wrote an article last year. It was a pretty good one on fatigue and why. I think if you search for Zoom fatigue and National Geographic, you'll probably find it. And some interesting thoughts in there. One is the visual aspects to it, the cameras, which we think are very important for meetings. You can you can relate to somebody, yet at the same time, that adds a level of processing in the brain that's you didn't have when you were in an open conference room. It's something about seeing people on a screen and even seeing yourself in that mix. You tend to focus on yourself a little bit more and cognitively in the brain, that's causing more activity. It's a really interesting article, but I think many of us who spend a lot of time in virtual meetings can relate to the fatigue that it can bring. Heard people say, you know, I sat down in my chair at 7 a.m. and I didn't get up until 2 p.m. And it was just wall-to-wall meetings. And isn't it interesting if you are in a global company that you find yourself having meetings earlier, 7 a.m. meeting, 6.30 meeting, 6 a.m. meeting, or later, a 6 p.m. meeting, a 7 p.m. meeting. When you were in the office, it wasn't quite that way. There would seem to be more well-defined hours. So it's a convenient way to squeeze more meetings in, especially with colleagues who are in different countries. And I think that all adds to the fatigue as well. But what I really want to talk about is the new features that seem to be coming to help with virtual meetings. You know, first we had recordings. Recordings are great. You know, you have a meeting, you push the button, record it. I think it, my own experience, it used to be somewhat rare that meetings were recorded. And now it's, it's almost 
the de facto standard with, again, in my own company, as well as other companies I've spoken with, you know, always the question is asked, we'd like to record that meeting. Would it be okay? I think it's important to ask you know, or make it clear up front that you're going to be recording a meeting, especially in, in some cultures and in some countries, there's privacy issues, there's comfort with knowing that the meeting you're in is being recorded. But the recordings are great because if you if you want to go back and listen to it, or if you missed the meeting, you had a conflict, it was a great way to go back and kind of be part of that meeting. I know we've had meetings where outside experts have spoken as a part of the meeting. They were an invited guest, maybe for the first 10 minutes of the meeting. And to go back and be able to listen again to what they said is, is just phenomenal. But then then it's expanded to transcripts. So I can actually read the meeting, which is pretty handy as well. Some of the transcript meeting software out there will indicate even which attendee said what. Now, again, privacy issues are out there. I don't really want to cover those in this session today, but we're starting to see even transcripts that synchronize with the video. So you can, in a side-by-side -side view on your screen, you can see the transcript scrolling as the video is happening and you could read through, scan through the transcript and click on a point and the video synchronizes to it, which is pretty neat because then you can kind of get the context of what was being said versus just reading about it. We follow Microsoft a lot in our company and do a lot with Microsoft as I know many of you do. And Microsoft believes that AI, artificial intelligence, is gonna be an important part of the way we communicate. And we see it already coming in their products. So now all of a sudden in my Outlook system, the email client, I'll get a notification of suggestions of items to go in my calendar that were based on emails. It even tells you a little snippet of the email where maybe it was mentioned we should meet with this on next Thursday. And then it might give me the opportunity to, to put that into my calendar. It's not quite far enough yet to say, actually create a meeting automatically for me with the five people who were on that email and suggest them as attendees and find a slot where we could meet. But that might be coming. Certainly, I, I can see that as a realm of possibility. Organizing a meeting is really difficult. It, it's a pain. It's hard. It's not too bad if you're all in the same company because you have this meeting planner, which is kind of nice. It'll find a window of availability. You say, we need a half an hour and it'll tell you, you list all the attendees and it tells you when you could do it. But sometimes that is like two weeks in the future and it's really hard to find a meeting. And it, it falls apart at the moment you have external participants, somebody outside your company that you want to bring in the meeting as well. Customer, a supplier, a partner, an expert, whatever they be. So there's a lot of drudgery in creating meetings and we're going to see AI continue to step up and make that easier. And then I think it's going to evolve further from that. I think we'll see AI recommending people to be in the meeting, expertise, maybe based on the subject of the meeting, or if there's a, a lot of times meetings have a attachment to them, document or a PowerPoint that could be processed and experts could be recommended potentially, or based on their role in the company. You know, somebody might be, might be recommended that the head of supply chain be in this meeting or what have you, or relationships, people that we know, people that we work with. I could see that AI recommending additional people to be in the meeting as it's being set up. You know, they have the data of the meetings we've been in. They have our email. They have our team chats. Again, privacy concerns is a big thing here. 
But if the system knows what type of meetings I've been in and what I do in those meetings and who's in those meetings with me, it might be able to help me connect to different people for future meetings. So it could be very powerful. And then I think there's a great opportunity for artificial intelligence to manage the meeting. You know, chase up those people who forgot about it. I've been in a lot of meetings where the meeting starts, but we're waiting for a few key people who haven't shown up yet. And somebody will invariably say, well, let me ping them. Let me see if I can get them. Let me see if they're coming. And a lot of times they are coming, might be running a bit late. Maybe their last meeting ended five seconds ago and they just simply need to take a short two minute break before they can do the next meeting. So there's this chase up that happens. There's the constant people have trouble with their video. They have trouble with their audio. They have trouble connecting. We're always dealing with background noise. Have you ever been in a meeting where somebody says, would everybody please mute themselves? There's you know, who knows what's in the background. So there's a lot of noise back there. So these are all great places for AI to help manage the meeting and improve the meeting that's underway. Another one would be video filters. You know, we're always, we're always struggling with video. Sometimes it's performing well, sometimes it's not. It depends on our internet connection. People are saying, well, I can't see the slide that's being shared. And other people will say, well, I can see it. And why can't I see it? Or, you know, somebody will say, well, try turning off your camera, all these different things. And then people turn off their camera and they forget to turn it back on. So there's a lot about video that could be improved, the video aspects of the meeting using artificial intelligence. And then when the meeting's over, just like the email was suggesting things to me like additional appointments that I might want to set up, AI after the meeting could capture the actions of the meeting. It could even potentially capture conclusions and decisions. It could capture next meeting details. We have the, hey, let's meet again next Thursday might be verbally said in a meeting. Well, AI could capture that and even try to set up that next meeting with the same attendees. And if we said, well, let's meet next Thursday and also meet with Jane Smith, AI could capture that and set the next meeting up and include Jane Smith. It can be smart enough to know who Jane Smith is. So to put those meetings automatically for us in our calendars and put those action items that come out, put them in our to-do lists. You know, if we said, well, who's going to fill out the spreadsheet of subject X, Y, Z, and somebody says, well, Paul will do that. Okay, well, maybe it can automatically put it into my work management system so I know I have to do that instead of me having to do that. So these are all interesting aspects that are going to be possible down the road here. Even, even suggesting future people, you know, it could say, well, if I organized a meeting and we were talking about a certain subject, AI could say, hey, next time you have that meeting with these people, consider inviting these other people, right? We could do that. So suggesting other people could be a big opportunity. One of my only concerns on that is today, a lot of people are multitasking. You know, we're in a meeting, but we're doing other things. We're, we're filling out other forms or doing other work or chatting to other people. We're, it's all work that's being done. But it, unfortunately, because the meetings are getting so easy to attend, that other work is creeping in. And I don't think people are really, in many cases, paying enough attention to meetings. It's, it's so easy to miss something. And we hear it a lot of times, you know, <laughs> if you've done it, I've done it. If you've done this, you, you just happen to drift off for a minute and deal with something. And somebody says, Paul, what do you think about that? And you realize, 
I have no idea what we're what they're asking me. I have no idea what we're talking about. So then what do you do? Well, <laughs> yeah, a lot of times you have to ask, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I missed that. Could you tell me it again? Could you repeat the question? Or I didn't understand the context, right? That happens a fair amount. And I think it happens because people are multitasking. And I don't know if all these changes, all this automation of automatically capturing actions and capturing the summary of the meeting and who said what, and if that's going to encourage even less participation in the meeting, I sure hope not. So let's hope that things get better. We'll see how that plays out. For me, I know I've taken my own personal pledge and I, I encourage all of you to do something similar is to try to stop multitasking in meetings and really focus on the meeting. Pay attention because you'll be so much more able to contribute to the meeting. You'll understand the meeting. You'll understand what was discussed. You'll understand the dynamics of the people in the meeting and who's saying what. And I get in discussions with some of my colleagues about this. They say, oh, I can do that. I can write an email and I won't miss the meeting. I can do it. And I don't think we as human beings can do it. I don't think we can really multitask that way. So, you know, my advice, my own personal objective now for me and my advice to everybody is try to really focus on a meeting. Try it one time. See if you get more out of the meeting. See if you understand the dynamics better. See if you contribute better. Just just feel that additional focus and see if that works for you. And I think you'll find out that it does. And yeah. I'd sure like to hear what you have to say, if you have success with that or any other thoughts about that or any thoughts at all, things you'd like me to talk about or guests you'd like to have on the show. Take care and thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us this week for Innovation Talks with Paul Heller. For additional information on today's topic, check out sophion.com, S-O-P-H-E-O-N.com, where you will find plenty of innovation-centric content and corporate best practices. If you'd like to discuss anything with Paul or would like to get in touch with the show, email us at talks at sophion.com.